Live from Utrecht, this is the Van Wierdum George Nedo. Hello. George, welcome. Thank you. It's good to be back. Well, I never left, but... Yeah, well, yeah, we're at your home now, so you never left, I think. Well, we are... You probably literally never left because of Corona. Exactly. We're at uh, my secret location. How are you enjoying the second wave? It's amazing. <laughs> it is It is happening, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's clearly happening. We've, we've crossed every threshold value there is, I think. But now it's just waiting for things to get worse. Yeah, I mean, the amazing measure after three weeks of warnings that was taken was to close bars like one hour earlier. That's not going to do it. So Yeah, it was like the R value was way too high. So now they made the very strict measure of closing bars one hour early. Yeah, which I'm sure will reduce. Nothing's going to change, obviously. Well, yeah, but the number still keeps going up. So eventually there's probably going to be some sort of lockdown. Because yeah. the, the difference between now and the last time is the last time the numbers were bad and everybody was worried. And now the numbers are bad and nobody's worried. Yeah. Are you expecting a real full-blown lockdown this time in the Netherlands? Well, we never had one. I, I don't know. I think it will be more strict than last time. But I don't think it will be Australian style. Right. Yeah. So anyways, this episode is not about Corona. Nope. <laughs> this episode is about Signet. Indeed, Signet. So, Signet... So this is a new version of testnet. So let's start with testnet. Yeah, or start with mainnet. So so back in what, the day... Are you going to explain everything about mainnet now first? No, just to point <laughs> out that in the early days, Bitcoin was practically worthless. So you could just test everything on production. Mm, okay. And now that Bitcoin is not worthless, you know, you don't want to test things on production. In general, you do not want to test things on production. So there's this, this additional network that is identical to Bitcoin, and that's called testnet. Yeah, it's basically it's basically a clone of mainnet, which was created, I think, by I think Gavin and Recent created this back in what would have been 2011, 12, 13, Could probably be. before. I don't know. But it was designed to be worthless. But of course, some people are idiots, and so they started trading it because you know it's it, it's probably better than any altcoin. Right, right, because it's a it's just Bitcoin. Well, Bitcoin with a few gotchas. I think the main gotcha is that the if nobody mines a block. The difficulty goes back down so that anyone can mine a block again. Oh, the difficulty adjusts faster on testnet? Yeah, there's a basically a after 20 minutes and what we would now call emergency difficulty adjustment, which just basically sets oh. the difficulty right back to zero or whatever the lowest number is. Right, right, right. So this the what so what you see is usually 20 minutes nothing, and then all of a sudden one block comes in or a whole series of blocks comes in. And that just resets difficult to one? Difficulty yeah, to one? Exactly. And the the problem is that some, you know, joker with a big ASIC miner mines a bunch of blocks on testnet and creates a really high difficulty, you know, because the difficulty keeps adjusting up. And sure. then they just go away. And so and nobody can mine a block anymore. But yeah, after twenty well, minutes it goes back. So first of all, I think what you were gonna say, but I'm not sure, is that thing about testnet is that it's not supposed to have any value. Correct. And then if for some reason it does get value, like some people start trading it and hoarding it and holding it, then actually the whole testnet just reset because it's people are really well punished in a way for giving it value. Yeah, I think that happened once or twice. Just, I mean, the current right. testnet is called testnet three. So right. So just to make sure that it has no value, that's the whole point of having this network. It should have no value, so people can use it to test stuff on. That's right. Okay, so then the problem is, and that was the other thing we were explaining, is that this network, this test network, because it has no value, there's no, there's no sort of real incentive and mining economy around hash power, or and, and therefore it's 
instable. So sometimes blocks are, like you mentioned, mined very fast, and then all of a sudden you have you have a whole bunch of blocks, and then this ASIC clown leaves, and then there's no blocks for a while, and yeah. it, it's unstable. And this does not make this does not make for an ideal test environment. And there's other problems, like you might have a reorg of fifteen thousand blocks, uh, right? Which is not mm. realistic, or you know, I think in the beginning, SegWit blocks didn't get mined. I don't even think it was censorship. It was just nobody was bothering. Right. So all these kind of problems. Yeah. yeah. So it's time you, to get rid of it. So you have... Well, not to get rid of it, but time to have something else as well. Yeah. So you have a proof of work chain without all of the benefits of proof of work. Yeah. It's basically the worst <laughs> of world worlds. It's all the downsides of proof of work because you do need to you know, have it, but you just you don't have the incentives that go with it. So it's just a mess. It's a messy test environment. There is another sort of... Uh, so what's RecNet? Is that what it's called? RecTest. Yeah, RecTest. So basically regression testing. There is another version that you can spin up that's called RegTest. A version you, of TestNet. It's TestNet-ish, but it's a different kind of network. Okay. So Bitcoin Core defines three types of networks, Mainnet, TestNet, and RegTest. And the last one... So just to be clear about this, because this... It's maybe slightly interesting for someone who I didn't, I wasn't even sure about this. So Bitcoin Core actually embeds this stuff. Bitcoin Core embeds testnet. There's like a Correct. option in Bitcoin Core to use testnet. Yeah, you launch Bitcoin Core with dash testnet. Right. So you you download the Bitcoin Core software, and then you can choose mainnet or testnet or regtest test. or regtest, which yeah. you're gonna explain now. And so the I think the biggest difference with regtest is that it has no difficulty adjustment. Okay. Or so, something is that like the big? That. It's, it, the, basically, the use case for that is you run a test on your own computer. So Bitcoin Core has a whole bunch of tests. Right. And those tests actually spin up a node that really produces blocks and reorgs and makes transactions and rejects transactions and all these things. But you don't want to have this huge CPU waste when you're running your tests to have this difficulty. So I think they're all just trivially easy. But it's blocks. only on your own computer, this one. You're not, not sharing not it with other people or... Yeah, not necessarily, but in practice, that's how you use it. You spin up a bunch of nodes on your own computer. Now, I in see. principle, they're, they're nodes, so they can run all over the network. But the problem then is because anybody can create blocks, you can just wipe out each other's chains, and it, it wouldn't be very suitable to use with between different people on different networks. It's not ideal for that. It's even worse than testnet for that. Yeah. Right. Okay, so we have testnet that's unstable. We have regtest that's even more unstable, especially if you use it with other people. But a bit better, probably, if you use it on your own. But we're looking for something better. Yes, and so we uh, want something better, or not yours. I would like something better. <laughs> that's what I thought. I don't really care either way. I'm not a developer, but for you, you want something better for sure. Yes, it's nice to be able to develop on something and try it with other people. So when you're working with other people, it's nice to have perhaps an explorer somewhere that you can point to, a faucet somewhere, some, you know, maybe somebody takes care of occasional reorgs. So you can write software that, you know, every day or every hour, it's going to be three block reorg and you can just make sure your software actually handles that. All right. these kind of things you can do. So testnet is, or sorry, reg, uh, signet is... Yeah, so signet is the new testnet. It's not the new testnet. It's a. It's an. It's another form. So, it's a new testnet. Yeah, testnet. Okay. So the new Bitcoin. If you download Bitcoin Core, once this is once there's a Bitcoin Core software release that has this implemented, then you have four options. So you have Bitcoin Mainnet, you have Bitcoin Testnet, you have Bitcoin Regtest, and now you have another option, which is Bitcoin Signet. That's right. Cool. Yeah. What is Signet? 
So Signet is signed, essentially. So what happens is, and it's completely centralized, every block is signed. And mm -hmm. well, in it, fact, every block must be signed for it to be valid. Correct. So when you receive a new block, you check the proof of work, but that can be trivially low. And then you right, it still has proof of work as well. It does, yes. And then you need a valid signature on top of the proof of work for the block to be valid. Correct. Plus, of course, the rest of the block needs to be valid, like always, all the yeah. transactions. Are. Okay, so and the signature is included in in one of the Coinbase uh, transactions, or in the Coinbase transaction as one of the outputs. I see. Basically, what you do is you create a block, and then you add the signature to it, and then you start grinding to find a proof of work. Right. And there's a couple of fields you cannot change when you do that, but in principle, that you know, you you can try a couple of nonces, and then you sign again, and you try some other nonces. Right. And eventually, you mine a block. So that that's so, all the same. So who's creating the signature? So the the idea is that there can be more than one signet. So we'll get into that. But in this case, the main signet, the default signet, is probably a better way to say it, is checked by a one of two multi-sig. So a signet can have any arbitrary rules for what the block should be signed with. Mm -hmm. And the rule that's picked for the main one is a one out of two multi-sig. So there are two public keys out there. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, it's 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 disclosed on the list. So it's Calais Alm and uh, AJ Towns. They have either of the keys. So if, if one of their computers disappears, signet will go on. Right. But it's it's very clearly very centralized in this sense. So they sign the block, and then it's fine. And so they, they sign one every 10 minutes. They're, one of them signs one every 10 minutes. Exactly. Right. So, yeah, so you know... The other one for, just stands by if, if one of them... Just in case. Away. Yeah. Right. So you know for sure there's going to be one block every 10 minutes, so that makes it stable. That's the idea. Right. And because they can both agree not to annoy each other with like increasing the difficulty, you won't have that kind of problems. Right. Now, it's just a signet... It's a default that Bitcoin Core will ship with, but you have a simple parameter that you can start Bitcoin Core with to find any other signet. So anybody can create their own super centralized signet. That's kind of the trade-off. Right. And they can have arbitrary conditions. So you could have, you know, especially with Taproot, a 1,000 out of 300,000 multi-sig weird construction. Mm. That could be valid too for a signet. There's probably no reason to do it. It's probably enough to just have a one of two or one of three. Right. You can use it to test your new software or whatever you're testing. I would imagine that because of this structure, like, wouldn't it also make it unsuited to test certain stuff? Like, I'm just thinking out loud there, but if you want to test something proof of work related or something, like, I can imagine that it's actually no, getting I in the way as well sometimes or not. I would say you can test whatever you want because it still has proof of work. So you could have a one of two signature and one of the two could increase the the work, could just start mining with more work. And so triggering reorgs that way. Are there any any trade-offs or downsides then to Signet or do you well, think it's just strictly better than Testnet? Well, it's extremely centralized, the, the default Signet, but because everybody can make their own Signet, that's kind of not an issue either. Yeah, so, plus it's just for testing anyways and it's valueless anyways. Exactly. So I, I don't see any downside. I also don't see any... Re no reason to get rid of testnet but this is just an option you have and yeah so uh, Kale says hello i uh, talked to him earlier today oh hello and one of the things he pointed out is that you can test softworks with this pretty easily by just shipping new shipping a new version of the signet code 
mm-hmm. or like running your own branch of the Signet code, your own, your own Bitcoin core branch, which happens to check that soft fork, whereas others can simply ignore the soft fork. Right. So let's say they do an update that has Taproot in it, mm-hmm. and they say, well, as of Signet block 1000, Taproot is now activated. Mm-hmm. And so if you run the, the old version of Signet code, the, the one that's in Bitcoin Core now, mm-hmm. you'll just ignore it because it's a soft fork. Yeah, well, you'll still follow the chain. You'll still be fine with it. You're yeah. just not enforcing... You're not checking any of the taproot Yes, exactly. Rules. But if you have that version, you will check the taproot for rules. And now what if taproot rules are changed? Because it's still work in progress, so the consensus rules around taproot might change, right? Mm-hmm. Or there could be a bug in the first implementation. Well, it's very simple. You ship a new version of this taproot signet code and you activate it later. So you basically say, well, now we activate taproot at block 2000 and anything before that is ignored. So that means you can have a single signet chain that everybody can point to that can have all sorts of soft forks going on at the same time and it's not really bothering anybody else. So it's kind of nice because with testnet, you really... I guess you can do the same on testnet, but yeah. All right. Any other benefits? What what, I mean, do, what think, else do our listeners need to know about I, Signet? I think the main benefit is that you can run you can run your own if you have some sort of you know a large operation and you want to test all sorts of scenarios. If you want to test reorgs, then you can either ask you know some of the the current Signet operators to do reorgs for you, or you can run your own Signet and have reorgs on it. And if you, if you want to be cool and you want to do 10,000 block reorgs, then you can do that. You know, And you can have other people join in. You can spin up an explorer and people can point to it. All right. So I think it's pretty cool. But it's not, it's not like life-changing or anything. It's been in development for a while, right? Correct. And there's actually already, uh, it's already used in C-Lightning. So you can use an older version of Signet inside of C-Lightning. Okay. But they changed the Genesis block again a couple of times, so... C-Lightning will be updated, I think, to have the new the new version of it. Right. And so that's nice. You can test Lightning stuff on a Signet, which is, you know, it's interesting because you want to have multiple nodes, weird latency all over the world. And Signet is a nice thing for that. Testnet is, is absolutely horrible for, for Lightning because if you get a 15,000 block reorg, you know, your channels just blow up. Yeah. Okay, so and this was merged into Bitcoin Core last week or yeah, something like days, that? A few days ago. And that means it will be included in the next Bitcoin Core release. Yep. Which is scheduled for a couple months from now? This fall. This fall. All right. George, anything else we need to discuss about Signet? Or is that it? No, I think it's it's a pretty brief one. Yeah. Great. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I like so, brief uh, ones. All right. So thank you for listening to the Van Weerdem Shores NATO. There you go.